All right, we're recording? Yes, sir. Uh, welcome, everyone, to the Rink Rat Report podcast. Early September episode. So hockey news is going to start to trickle in. No affiliation with the publication Hockey News, but news from the hockey world is going to start trickling in very, very shortly. Training camps are around the corner. You got to get ready. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I think a lot of people are, are chomping at the bit for hockey to come back. As always, joined by Jason today. How's it going, guys? I'm excited. We're maybe two or three weeks away, I want to say, from getting like some actual news, some meat on the bone, some, I mean, something. It's been like two months of nothing. You know, you know, hockey season is just about to ramp up when 32 Thoughts comes back with a podcast. That's how you know it is. Uh, Hockey season's around the corner. So, I mean, we got two, let's call it two or three weeks away before some actual news. Probably be previewing some bunch of lease camp stuff when that stuff comes out. But for yep. now. Rookie camp. Rookie camp's in like oh, 10 yeah. days, I want to say. Maybe oh, yeah. Less. Oh, yeah. So, I cannot wait for that. So, yeah. I probably can't watch it this year. That sucks. But, oh, well. I mean, Anyways. In the background at work, it's fine. It's fine. Mm, not when you're, you're at the office. <laughs> but, yeah. It's always fun watching guys that like... I don't know. You might never hear of ever again, but they scored a rookie camp. So they'll always have that. But always have that. today we have our breakout players are highly anticipated. Every summer we do it. No Josh this year. Thank God. He, um, some of his picks that were a little bit hot last year actually landed. Um, and thank God he's not on this episode to throw it in our faces. So there's that. But, we have our breakout players draft. Uh, we're going to do snake draft just like all the other ones. Um, there's actually no news to get through, right? Michael no, Delzato no, retired. No. That's like the only I news. Mean, <laughs> uh, yeah, that's the only thing. And good for him for retiring, I guess. I don't know. I don't know what to say there. Decent year. Decent, pretty good career, I would say. Yeah, yeah. Makes uh, money. Now he can go yeah, be that's... a real estate, real estate DJ professional hot guy. That's a great, great, great job. Great role. I mean, exactly. <laughs> so do you want to go first? Uh, I'm going to first last track. I can't remember either. So I'm just going to do the randomize again and you're going to have to trust me. And I am first this time. So um, I'm going to go first, but before I go, Cheated. do you want to, do you want to run a quick ad? Yes. I want to talk to you about our friends from manscaped. As I've mentioned before, it is sweaty sack summer. You want to be skate from pubes to bum this summer. I mean, we, we've been talking about Manscaped for years now. It's the best men's grooming out there. Promo code RINKRAT, that is R-I-N-K-R-A-T, at manscaped.com for 20% off and free shipping. We've told you about the Lawnmower 4.0. We've told you about the underwear and the crop preserver and everything that. It's, guys, it's all amazing stuff. I've heard nothing but great stuff from people that have bought it. Promo code RinkRat, manscaped.com, 20% off from free shipping. Shall Quick. we get into it? Yeah, quickly. I use it. Not only do, not only good things from the people who bought it, but it. from the people who use it. Like, listen, it keeps me clean, mm -hmm. keeps me fresh. Let's just say that, um, especially in the hot, hot summer. And hey, don't underrate how sweaty the winter can get. It's football season. You carve out your spot on the couch on Sundays. It, yep. it gets a little sweaty, if you know what I mean. So anyways, promo code rank rat 20% off. Uh, so let's get into the first pick. 
I mulled over this one quite a bit. Mm-hmm. And I can't remember. I might have I might have picked them for my bounce back or break. I don't I'm not sure. More cider. No, it's not more insider. It's not more insider. No. But for my breakout, my first breakout candidate, because we do how we do this is we be, do it based on points and points per game, because that's kind of the best oh, yeah. way to we evaluate. We should clarify beforehand. It's points <laughs> or points per game. I think we can do either yeah. or. I mean, you had Matt Boldy last year. Who he, he had a good year, but it was like he came on pretty hot and had like 41 points in 47 games. So I'll give you, I mean, he did pretty, did kind of break out, I would say, last year. Um, but it's non-rookies breaking out. I think we should really preface that and hammer that home non-rookies so that people aren't screaming, oh, Connor Bernard, Connor Bernard's <laughs> going to break out this. We know yeah, we who know. Connor Bernard is. morons. Yeah. And right. uh, that, that just to prep, like to go off that quickly, that and along also um, no Matthew like Nyes. can't win the Calder Trophy. That's yeah. a th- No Matthew, Matthew Nyes, Nyes does not count. No Joseph Wall. So it's hard. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a- I, I don't even know if he's a rookie or not, but we're not counting Joseph Wall. I feel like he's a rookie. He played four games the year before, seven games the year after. I think actually he's not a rookie. He played three seasons, right? Did he play three seasons? No, two. Okay, so I, I'm pretty sure he's still considered a rookie under like the Michael Bunting rules that I remember. But I, for goalies, it's different. But anyway, who cares? He played move. more than six games in two consecutive seasons. It says something like that. So he so played seven games last year. So anyways, he doesn't count. Out. Everyone knows Joseph sure. Wall. We talked about him at nauseum last episode and how great he is. I think like if you listen to last episode. You know how much we love him. He's going to break out 100%. Who cares? Exactly. And if you haven't, go listen, the way. go listen to the last episode there. So, um, yeah, anyways, without further ado, so my first, first pick. pick. So, uh, I'm going to go with Ross Colton. That's my okay. first pick. That's so, pick. Ross Colton last year, 81 games played, 32 points. But, I mean, he got almost no power play time playing with the Tampa Bay Lightning. Mm. And I don't know what the time is going to look like now that he's on the uh oh my goodness the Colorado Avalanche but if this guy can sniff power play time if he can sniff in the top 6 this guy's shown in the past that he can score and score very well i mean he's done well in the playoffs for them like uh 9 points the previous year 6 points the year before that 4 points most recently in the playoffs uh, listen he's a good player Stanley like, Cup does... goal game winning goal in the Stanley Cup finals no does all the things right can shoot can score i mean I'm I'm a big fan of Ross Colton here. Uh, so, I mean, 32 points, 32 points per over an 82 game season. Uh, g- give me give yeah. me him to get. If he's playing with that top six, I mean, he seems like a perfect fit for them. Might be. Who who knows? Yeah, if he can they have Ryan Johansson in there too, so maybe that's another guy that kind of boxes out your Ross Colton pick. But I, I like the player himself. I think the player is talented. Um, I think it was, a, it was a pretty good get for for the avalanche there like not to dox him but yeah ryan johansson i feel like could screw you up a little bit but ross colton's a solid player yeah yeah fair enough well yeah i more more so when i came into this i was thinking that johansson would play that more sheltered 3c role and then they'll let colton kind of run wild on line two but maybe i'm wrong there maybe i have a bad read on the situation um we'll see what happens all right all right that is a good pick um, my first pick, it's between, I wasn't really considering them. There was someone on Twitter. I can't, I'm not even going to look it up right now. It's going to ruin the the flow and the momentum that I have right now. It was a former first overall pick. I'm going with Owen power. Um, wow. I think like with Owen power, we discussed with will scouting. If you remember, I think it was two years ago, what will uh, yes. Owen power 
really is. Like he, like when he got to the NHL, like there's, there's a lot of play on words, but raw power with him. There's a lot of raw ability with him. The Buffalo Sabres are a better team from last, uh, better team this year than last year. I think that's going to really help him. Um, I think just everyone getting better is on that team is going to help him a lot. I think I like the ability of the player. I think that Owen Power is going to really jump up in 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 points. It's unfortunate he's not going to get any power play, significant power play time. Unfortunately, that's obviously going to be Rasmus Dahlin. And I mean, he had a big breakout season last year. But I think Owen Power is a, a solid pick there. So we got one forward, one D off the board. Snake draft, so it comes back to me. Yep. I'm going to go with a forward in Lucas Raymond. Um, I, like I think a lot of I people like... were a little bit surprised by the stall in points last year. I think also, again, another team, the Red Wings are better this year than last year. I think that's really going to help. They added Alex DeBrincat. They added Comfort, who's whatever. I think they'll bolster something or another. But Andrew Kopp now having a full year with the Red Wings under his belt and not coming off of core surgery in the offseason. I think he started really slow, and that really hampered a lot of people. Um, yeah, Larkin's still there too. So I, I think that another year of maturity for for Lucas Raymond. I like the player, very skilled, pretty good shot too. So I, I think Lucas Raymond is my second pick. Yeah, and I so had him on. out loud, I might not have should have had him. I don't know. Anyways. No, that's fine. I think that's a good pick. I mean, listen, I had him on my list as well. Like you said, like it's it's a it's a situation where a rising tide raises all boats, right? Mm-hmm. The Detroit Red Wings. Yeah. You know, I'm 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 not gonna say I'm high on them, but I mm-hmm. think they're better than the Ottawa Senators at the very least. Ooh. Um, yeah, I think they're definitely a much better team than last year. And I mean, listen, he's coming 21, 21 now, twenty two now. Uh, mm-hmm. starting to come into his own at the NHL level. He'll probably get as like, I don't know how much power play time he got last year. I can't imagine that he's not on the first power play for them this year with them losing Tyler Bertuzzi. So, I mean, hey, you lose they a guy like Bertuzzi. Cat, I, I don't know their power play true. situation. We should that's true. Well, l- well, listen, <laughs> I, I I think he can easily slide in here and uh, do do some good things for you. So, yeah, I like I like that pick for you. I like that pick. Um, all right, back to me. Um, I'm going to go forward here. And it's kind of going to be in the boldy. I'm going to call it the, like my boldy pick for this year because maybe he's already broken out. You could say that, but also at the same time, he only played 24 games played last year. So I don't think that really counts as a breakout. He had 15 points though in those 24 games. The team was oh, literally hot. Team was hot garbage before they brought him up and they were missing the playoffs. But then he came in and kind of messed that up and made them look pretty good. And I'm going to go with Luke Evangelista. Yeah, 24, 24 games, 15 points. I mean, like, if you watched a second of this guy, you knew, you know that he's a stud. Second round pick, which is kind of surprising for someone his age coming up and doing this that quickly. But, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I don't know. It, it, to me, he's going to be playing, like, the, some very important... He's going to be playing all the offensive minutes for Nashville. I'm sure he's going to be up on the power play there for them. So, I, I'm going with Luke Evangelista. That's, that's my guy. It's a good pick. I mean... I had him on there as well. Um, I think the points, like the total points will help you out there. I points think game, he might still be considered a rookie if we're oh, being no. honest, because he's Is not, he? it's less than 20. He played 24 games, had 15 points, right? 
Yeah. I believe you need 26 to oh, not be a rookie. Goodness. I'll give them to you, though. That's just a, a footnote we'll throw in there. That is but crazy. Luke Evangelist That's... is a good one. You want a free one? You can do Tomasino, his team. Yeah, I, that, that, that was going to be my next pick. That was actually going to be my next pick there. But uh... You can go with both of them. I don't give a shit. You gave me a lot of runway, we'll call it, with uh, with my Leafs draft, I think it was. All right, fine. Then I'll, I'll go back uh with philip tomasino the only reason why i'm a little hesitant for tomasino is just depends on who's playing that first power play for them but uh mm, that's true that's fine whatever i'm still gonna go with him raymond is first power play so that's good still that's alive, good. baby um but yeah let's let's just it's fine let's go with tomasino then uh i mean new head coach too with nashville i think that's going to be really important for some reason the last Last season, they sent Tomasino down after playing a full season with Nashville. He had like 30 points in 74 games. They send him down. Why? No clue. Evangelista took him like 24 games left in the season for him to get called up. And the team was significantly better with those two in the lineup. They made some adjustments. I mean, like Duchesne and Johansson out, but then they put Ryan O'Reilly in. How much does that help them? I have no idea. I think both are talented players, though. I really like Tomasino. Like, I've watched him in junior. That's where my the most I've probably watched him was in junior. I haven't watched him too, too much in the NHL. But really, like, both of those players there. So, yeah. And, and dealing this question, off. where did they play in the OHL? I you're, you're asking the wrong guy. Got to get Ben back on here to tell you. <laughs> Tomasino played with the Ice Dogs and the Generals, and Evangelista played with the Knights. I feel like I knew Evangelista with the Knights, but I didn't want to. Yeah. Didn't even want to try because I thought I'd probably get it wrong. But yeah, so uh, on Daily Faceoff right now, I just took a quick peek. They're not always right, but I mean, they have Glass and Novak on the first power play unit. I could see Tomasino potentially bumping one of those two guys. Mm -hmm. So, and they also have Tomasino on the third line and Gus Nyquist on the first. Like, mm -hmm. I'm willing to bet that if that's the case at the start of the season, it will not be the case 20 games in because, I mean, I, I like I I don't see I could see Evangelista up there first of all, and I just think Evangelista and Thomasino probably just have way better upside than Gus Nyquist overall on both ends of the ice. So yeah, I don't see the point of even having Gus Nyquist up there. I feel like Gus Nyquist would probably fit better on their third line. But anyways, that's beside the point. So yeah, Thomasino and Evangelista, and just like that, I filled my three forward spots. So, yeah. All right. Um, so in the past where you kind of get burned with these is that like you don't pick the high. Like I'm just speaking in general where I've been burned in the past. So you don't speak. You don't pick like the most talented of talented players. You're kind of picking like maybe oh you're looking for the, the big home run jump. Yeah. And sometimes that doesn't always work out. Right. When you look okay. at some of the big jumpers from last year like look at it, it was like nate cash i got that one pretty good um two years ago was jack hughes former first overall pick he really broke out that seat uh, uh two years ago when he was over a point a game and last year 99 points so i'm going where i'm getting with this i'm going towards the high draft picks again i'm going back to the well i'm going back to the michigan well actually and i'm going with maddie Beneers in seattle okay, okay I think fair he enough. started he had a very good rookie season yeah i think it was 57 points something like that yep and i'm really looking for him to build off of that and have a 
a really good sophomore year. I mean, it's a good team. He's surrounded by some pretty good players as well, some some pretty good talent there. So I'm really looking for him to to take the next step. I think he he checked the first box in that rookie year, probably even a little bit better than a lot of myself and a lot of people expected. But I think uh yeah, it's all up from it's all it's all on the up and up. All up from here. Yeah. yeah. So I think the biggest thing for him is he's gonna need a bump in playing time. He already played like around average F1 minutes at five on five, I think around 14, mm-hmm. but I could see him getting bumped. I mean, here's the problem. Here's like, this isn't a bad pick. I actually really like this pick. The problem with mm-hmm. Seattle is they're a deep team. So that that's yeah. where you might they get don't hurt. They're one line, particularly like a lot more than exactly. the other ones, but, but yeah. Maddie Beneers might be able to separate himself next year where he, they will start to lean more heavily on him and it might be, wise that they do so especially if they're mm-hmm. going to be down in games because we know that their goaltending situation kind of played a little bit out of their mind this year uh definitely above their head so factoring in them pro- above their head seattle's goalies couldn't stop a beach ball last year their defense is pretty thin their defense is pretty good but seattle's goaltending sucked last year i mean yeah, we got I- martin jones with an 886 guess where he is now <laughs> third goalie though third goalie that's not a bad deal for a third goalie. not bad 880 if he was our starting goalie that'd be an issue that'd be an issue Mar- and then philip grubauer is getting paid six and a half ish to stop 89.5 percent of the shots faced his way which is horrible they made the playoffs and made the second round i don't yeah Anyways. so um yeah, that I, I didn't. Sorry, I didn't mean the goaltending. I meant more their 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 team is going to allow more goals. They're de- I don't think they're de- they're going to be as good defensively. And you're right, their their goaltending played horrendous. I don't know what I was yeah. thinking there, but they also didn't allow allow a lot of shots. So what I'm saying is like regression on the amount of goals scored against them, which will lead to them needing more goals, which leads to them playing Matt Beniers more. Therefore, I like your pick. So I think it's back. It's back to you for the second second half of your pick. Correct. So I've gone Beneers, Raymond, yeah. and Owen Power. So I'm just yes. going to take the easy slam dunk that I should have took first overall. I'm going Evan Bouchard. I think his career okay. high is something like 40 points. We saw what he did in the playoffs, which was phenomenal. If this okay. guy's playing first power play, which I anticipate he is, and why wouldn't he be? He's going to put up 70 points next year. Evan okay, Bouchard, fair seven, 65 to 70 points next year. Playing Fair. good offensive player, right? Yeah, I, I, I was gonna say he's already kind of broken up forty three points, eighty one games last year, forty points, eighty two games last sixty five, sixty five, sixty five. He's getting. Oh, you think he's getting sixty five? Wow. Okay. Yes. Well, for defense, that's crazy, but I respect that. I mean, all we right, saw, I'll give it to you. We saw Carlson get 100 points last year. We saw Heiskanen yeah. get 73 points last year. We saw Darlene get 73 points last year. We saw Quinn Hughes get over 70 points last year. Right? Yep, definitely possible. possible. Yeah, I'm not going to hate on it. I mean, we know how good Evan Bouchard is. Um, we saw Vince Dunn have 64 points last year. Which is crazy, but... I was a year uh, late on that one. <laughs> remember that. So you're telling me I, I should pick the the players who busted for me last year for this draft. This is where I'm messing up right now. That's what I should have done. I think <laughs> it was two years ago. That's pretty much yeah. what happened. I had, I think I had one or two guys break out just the wrong year. That happens. But anyways, um, 
Yeah. yeah. Okay. Evan Bouchard. I, I mean, I like that. It's gonna be. Listen, it's gonna be tough point per game to pass what he's done right now and total. But I don't. I mean, hey, you're right. He could. Look he at the could playoffs. Like, pl- Look at the power playoffs. play. You're right. Power play one with with McDavid. Like he will. He will. He might be able to get like point. Like literally a point per game. So that's kind of crazy. So nice. I. I'm kind of kind of mad because I, I think my defensemen are kind of in that same vein, but I don't think they'll ever they'll be as high as. How many points do they got for you right now? So. I'm yeah. sure it's gonna get for you. So I think you beat me on that one. So for my next two, my first one, <laughs> I'm gonna go with Bowen Byram. I mean, he's been hurt the past two years. He's only played 42 games, 24 points. Um, but I like listen, he's a stud. We've seen he's we've seen what, what he, he can did do. in the playoff run. Exactly. And that's that's all you kind of have to look towards for these defensemen, is that like kind of representative of their playoff run. And listen, he's not gonna get the PP1 action. Kel McCarr is obviously there, but I don't know who's who's to say he can't put up like forty points at five on five, right? Like, is that crazy? Probably, but this team is stacked from top to bottom. He's going to be playing like a lot of probably easier minutes compared to his other defensive defensive partners. Expect him to get a minute minutes bump at twenty two, twenty three years old because I think, I mean, they want him to be a, a guy behind Kel McCarr. Um, mm-hmm. If they can have a solid one two, like we've seen other teams do in the past. I think that's the best path for caves, and then he would be second pairing. Yeah, sorry, I meant I one two as in like two one together, but yes, top four. Yeah, yes, exactly. So dominant two pairing. So yeah, give me Bo and Byram. Yeah, that's a good one. Just issues his injuries, Out. and yeah. it's it's not like it's it's his um what's it called? It's concussions too. Mm-hmm. So it's a bit of a scary one, but that yeah. is a great. He's a great player. So like with these, you you always. You can never go wrong banking on a great player, and especially one that you've seen play very, very well in like a twenty-game sample size. Um, you're probably gonna cut this, but you said he got traded. Yeah, I, Oops, I am gonna cut this because I was thinking you of someone. Read, I, I you I had, read the script for the wrong player. I yes. thought that was so funny. Yes, I had I had a spiel so written out for someone else. Who's this traded player? This so actually, I'm actually not even. Us. I'm I'm not even gonna go this guy. He was just below. So no. I had four. I'm giving him to you. I'm going to give him to you. I have four guys because I really want this I have other two guy. Two D that are better. What? You have I two have D that two are better. D, but I, I think that the one that you mentioned probably will get more. Will get a good points bump. He will I don't get know a why good, you're not taking this guy. He will get a good points bump. But I have another guy who will get a who scored less points last year, and I think we'll get a better oh, points bump this year. Makes, and that guy strategy. is Jake Sanderson for the Ottawa Senators because simply I think he was an absolute stud for them last year. And if he can, if he can make his way on PP one, I think he will have an absolutely banana season. I think he has the legit tools to have a banana season. He's a he he is such a good puck transporter at five on five, and he is he's such a great offensive mind in the offensive zone, being able to create deception off the blue line, which I think is one of the most important things for defensemen to score and to create is to be able to draw guys in, create deception, and move after that so that's what i love jake sanderson as a player he okay. had 77 uh games played last year 32 points i mean listen he had a decent amount for someone his age and especially a defenseman but like who's to say he can't do what dallin did the year before right i mean like i think he has legitimately all the tools to do that especially like offensively um yeah give me jake sanderson i don't know if he'll get the power play minutes but i do agree 
Sens fans seem to love him, and I, I do agree he is a good player. I begrudgingly will agree with you on that one. Yeah. But, um, yeah, Jake Sanderson's a good pick. So do you have – how many guys do you have right now? In your Five, team? and I need one goalie. But before yes. I throw to your picks, we got a quick obligation to do here. going to tell you guys quickly about – DraftKings, uh, can you believe that we've been literally had seven months without an NFL game? It's absolutely insane. Well, good news is that that's over. NFL is finally here. We have a Thursday night football game between the Kansas City Chiefs and the Detroit Lions. And DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports bank partner of the NFL, is giving you a can't-miss offer for week one. This week, new customers can get $200 in bonus bets instantly when you bet just $5 on any NFL game. DraftKings is hooking Everyone up with game day greatness. All customers can take advantage of two new offers every single game day this September. Check the app to see what you get. Download now and use the code THPN to sign up. That's THPN. New new customers can take home $200 in bonus bets instantly just for betting five bucks. That's code THPN. Only on DraftKings, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net in New York. Call 8-877-8-HOPE-NEW-YORK or text HOPE-NEW-YORK-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available from for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort. 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. See dkng.co slash football for eligibility terms and responsible gambling resources uh terms and responsible gaming resources excuse me bonus bets expire seven days after issuance eligibility and deposit restrictions apply that was a mouthful but we've made our way through you want to hear some breaking news let's hear it jake sanderson eight by 8.05 i'm getting a text right now Wow. Holy smokes. Yeah. During I, that just... ad, I got a text that said Jake Sanderson eight by 8.05. What timing? That's crazy. Wow. That is honest. That's honestly insane. And uh, I mean, what a deal they got on him. He's like way better than Thomas Chabot. And Hey, you don't pay a guy eight million. You don't to not play him on PP one. I'll just say that you don't pay a guy Thomas that Spot much. Had injury issues, but that have slowed him, I would say, but I mean, yeah, they're both good players. <laughs> exactly. So yeah. Um, Jake Sanderson, that's my pick okay. on to you. Last two picks for you. Let's hear him. Are you doing a, uh, Oh yeah, you did too. I did too. I did too. Um, yeah. So I need a forward, correct? Correct. Correct. And I need a goalie. Yes. Um, so my goalie, I'm going to go with my goalie pick first. You had, he had to go to the player assistance program. I, I believe he's out. I believe he's back with the team. He joined rookie camp just so he can get acclimated back, you know, back getting going. But I'm going with Spencer Knight. I really, really like this player. I think he's a tremendously talented goaltender. Uh, he's shown flashes of greatness in the NHL. And I think this is the year that he takes that next step, especially Bobrovsky played a lot of hockey last year. He's 34 years old. I, again, love the goaltender, love the opportunity that he's going to get. So I'm going with Spencer Knight. We had some some trouble Um, finding goalies and deciphering if they were rookies or not. So this one is, 
I can confidently say this one is not a rookie, and I really like this one. So I like it too. I mean, listen, Florida is the perfect situation for him to like a good environment to, for him to foster his game at the NHL level. I mean, listen, they're obviously not the the issue is it's going to be tough but... because like yeah, their defense like but he's going to get games. Not gonna be ready until January. Yeah. I think Montour's not going to be ready for the start of the year. Who do they got? They they're playing Ekman Larson like first pairing. Yeah, but I, I think the most important thing is getting games under his belt. I think that's what yeah, he needs true. at this point. So as long as he can get, like, as long, I think for the breakout stuff, you need a path towards game played. Because for me, 20 games played and like a 920 save percentage, not a breakout. You need to play like no. 1A, 1B minute, like uh, 1B games to be considered a breakout in my books. Yeah. But goalies is up in the air for this one. So I, li- I like yeah. that pick a lot. I was back and forth on if it would count, but I, I think it does count. So I'll, we'll, we'll yeah, get it to you. I would say so. I would say so. Um, in terms of my forward pick, I could go so many which ways with this one. I have so many defense. Oh, here's my forward pick. It's Troy Terry. He has not hit 70 points yet. I have him over 80 for next season. I mean, a lot of people liked Adam Henrique at the deadline. I think Adam Henrique's 20-plus goal season was largely due to Troy Terry's production. He's signed long-term. Team got a little bit better, I guess. How can you get worse than what they were last year? But I, I think they're going to play with a little bit more balls next next season. So Troy Terry, like just th- this guy's ability to carry the puck and create offense on his own is second to none. I mean, he had 37 goals two years ago. I think he dropped a little bit to 31 last year but has not hit 70 points yet. I think his career high is 67. I think he's too talented to be below that 80 plus points. Troy Terry. So that is the, you, you are setting the bar incredibly high here because well, I'm not. Well, he's well good. to be, yeah, he, I'm not saying he's not good, great but you're player. picking, you're picking basically a 70 point player to break out. He's never <laughs> like, hit 70. He's at 67. This goes enough. <laughs> Uh, I think I think you yeah. Icarus that one. I think you Icarus that one. You got a, you flew a little too close to the sun there for me, um, but I'll allow it. I'll allow it. I, it's just again, it's like this Anaheim team is so garbage. I just it's hard for me to imagine I them know, have a but... player who sniffs anywhere near a point per game. So it's going to be tough. But hey, the team is garbage. So mean? guess who's going to play a lot of minutes? Troy Terry will definitely play a lot of minutes. So yeah, I mean, there's definitely that. Um, yeah, I don't hate it, but. Could have went with his teammates, Trevor Zegras there. I mean, you could say he's going to break out and whatever. I mean, you could argue that Troy Terry has broken. I think there's another level to it in terms of production. Um, just like the microstats are too like are too good. Not in, even leaving the microstats alone, just watching him. He's too good to have not hit 70 points yet, in my opinion. That's just what I'm basing it on. Trevor Zegris, what was he last year? 60-something the year before, not quite that. So I think he's at that age where he's young. And again, I don't, is the team that much better? Uh, who'd they add? No, like, uh, I don't know, garbage. Racco Racco Gudis. Gudis. Yeah, like, so it's funny that you say, you mentioned um, Zegris, who also had 65 points, but you didn't mention Ogie Oglef. Oglethorpe, Mason McTavish. Oh man, that's a miss. <laughs> who, 
<laughs> who had 43 points in 80 games. And you could see him getting to that 60-point plateau and, and making that big jump. But, I mean, it's all good. It's all good. I, I, I don't blame you for taking a look at the Anaheim yeah. Ducks. Because, again, like, like, I feel like game script matters. They're going to be, like, down in games. They're going to be wanting playing these guys, want to be playing these guys a ton. They're going to be seeing the first power play minutes. Whereas these other guys who are on better teams, they're not seeing the first power play. They're not seeing the, the bulk of five on five minutes. So it's harder to break out when you're not scoring, mm-hmm. uh, when you're not on the ice, sorry. Uh, when you're playing five minutes less than the next guy, you're going to take the guy who plays more minutes over that. So I, I, I listen, I think you set the bar a little high here for Troy Terry, but I'll give it to you. So um, All right. yeah, yeah. All right. Well, we forgot to mention that for points totals for each of our players. I meant I've been mentioning points totals for my guys. You've been for you got, and I've also I, I I've come in on your players and mentioned you points how many points is Sanderson getting next year? Oh, how many points is he getting? Yes, if he's on PP one, he's going to get fifty five. I think fifty if he's on PP one. Yeah, and that's like generous. 55? I think I think that is pretty generous. All right, I said I'm saying Owen Power fifty. I said Evan Bouchard, 65 plus, which that's generous in my opinion. Um, Lucas Raymond, I'm going 65. Uh, who did I say? Matty Beneers, I think he's 70. And Troy Terry, I'm going 85. I'm going to go slow Spencer and Knight, low for my... 15 plus. I'm going to set my... A game's played for Spencer Knight. Uh, 45. Okay, I like that. I'm going to go slow and low, set my guys all at 60 for those forwards, Tom, uh, Tomasino and Evangelista and Colton. And then I said Sanderson, 55. Uh, and then, oh, Byram. I have Byram. Well, if Byram plays 82 games, I think he can get 45, 50 points probably easily. Uh, and a majority of those coming on five. He was at a five, point so. every other game at 45. I know. He was, he was, he was insane. It's, it's all about if he stays healthy. I'm real math on that one. And then, uh, all right, my last pick, I guess. Um I mean, I have to go goalie. I I tried. I tried to ask if I can pull my goalie and go six no, players, but it didn't work. Didn't not allowed to do it. Uh, so I'm gonna have to go with Akira Schmidt. I guess. Like I, I actually don't. Schmid. I I don't know. Vitek Vanacek sure is the Schmid. He's the starter out there. They got rid of Mackenzie Blackwood. I mean. Akira Schmid, 18 games played last year, 922 save percentage. Can he get back to that 922? Maybe, probably not, but I, I would hope he gets like a 915, plays 35, 40 games. And I think that'd be considered a breakout year in my books. Don't really have much on Akira Schmid. I'm not a goalie guy, so it's hard for me to even show a lot of promise last year in the first round. Just I, the issue with second round, he played like hot garbage, but that's all right. Big, talented, pretty good glove hand from what I remember. Um, if you remember, actually, the Leafs lit him up two years ago, but showed a lot of development from last year, from l- last season to this past season. Um, I mean, it, it, the 922, like it's over a small sample size. I think he can take the net easily from Vanacek. I'm not the biggest, biggest Vanacek fan. Um, he's just, he, he's okay. He's a good 1B. Um, Schmid, I think, could surpass him play close to 50 games and be close to that 920 ish mark i mean i know it's not going to be the best in terms of save percentage uh this like save percentage 
coming year minus save percentage last year, but you got to look at also the the games played with that. So that'll be an interesting one. Um, a couple yeah. we can go on uh, players we missed. Just our honorable mention list. Shall we? Should I, should so I some people wrote one? in some ones. Yeah, let's some send people them in, wrote send. in. We'll go with these. Um, Owen Power was written in once. That was a good one. Um, Lucas Reichel thought that was an interesting one. Um, then Matthews fan said Owen Tippett establishing himself yeah. as a premier power forward. I'm I not mean, the biggest on Tippett. I don't he think had, he's a smart enough player to do so. And especially when you're on Philly, like where the other smart players are playing with. He had 27 this past year. I think that's good for him. But mm-hmm. in terms of going past that, it's like I'm it's not. Tough. If, I don't think there's enough to his game to go past that. Yeah, like, I don't 50 think there's points. enough layers to uncover. Yeah, 50 points right? in 77 games. I mean... That's good for Can him. he get like is is sixty considered a breakout when you just scored fifty? Like I don't know. He's I feel like he has to touch like thirty five goals, 60, almost forty yeah. goals to have like a breakout season. So yeah, I don't quite see it, but he's playing better. I mean, good for yeah, and good for him, for right? So that's your trade. Yeah, but who's your first honorable mention? Oh, it's it's Sean Dursey. It's Sean, Sean Dursey. He's a the guy who. Pick. The guy who muffed me up and I had to cut it out because I was going to say Bowen Byron got traded to Arizona, which he definitely did not get traded to Arizona. But uh, yeah, Sean Dersey, I mean, 38 points in 72 games played. He's like a pure, pure offensive defenseman. Think Shane Goss bear. Think all, all like all those other guys who came, uh, uh, Tony D'Angelo, all those other guys who come into Arizona, played those first PP minutes and just kind of mm. ate on that power not play, Tony so. D'Angelo, but you're 1000% correct with the Shane Goss despair. That, this is a fantastic pick by you. I, I don't know how I overlooked this one. Yeah. I was um, looking for guys that are going to up, go up to first power play around the league. It's tough to find many. I mean, like you could maybe look at Cameron, uh, is his first name Cameron. Why did I blank on that? One? York in Philadelphia, York. Yeah. because they're getting rid of D'Angelo. A lot of people seem to like York down there. So mm-hmm. I think that could be one in terms of a breakout there. Um, yeah. Do you have another one? Um, I am an idiot and deleted my forwards after I picked them. Let me <laughs> see if I can, let me see if I can undo the list. Yeah. Okay. So I had, oh. I, I, I brought up Mason McTavish. Um, that's mentioned a good him one. That's a little a, earlier. That's a really good one. Uh, another guy who probably is like, could get a bump as like a rising tides lifts all ships. JJ put, put, Petreka. JJ Petreka. Uh, yeah. Yeah. In Buffalo. Um, in Buffalo, just because again, we think that, t- that they're going to be a little bit better. Mm-hmm. 32 points, 77 games played last year. I, I want to say he's playing on their first power play. I cannot remember. Don't have time to bring it up. Uh, I don't but, so, but so maybe anyways. like a Peyton Krebs there too. He's, yeah. he's in a similar situation by that. I'm just saying by that logic yeah. as well. I just think um, Krebs is. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Uh, How about this one, uh, Mortit Sider? He was a guy that you mentioned as your bounce back candidate. I'm shocked you didn't pick him for this. You mentioned I didn't, bounce back uh, episode. You you mentioned him two episodes early. Yeah, well, not for breakout. I I mentioned him as a bounce back because his underlying metrics were horrendous, and we and we speculated that it might have to do with the partner that he was playing with early on in the season, and then also maybe not properly getting accredited for some things. But 
I mentioned him as a bounce back and then getting to elite. So I guess he falls into both categories. I didn't want to double up on him. I felt like it wasn't really fair to use the same guy for two different, uh, two different things. So, I mean, yeah. all right. I mean, I don't know. It's damned if you do damned, if you don't, I mean, it's, is it cheating that you mentioned him two episodes early? I don't think so. Is it odd that you mentioned him two episodes early and not two episodes later for this a different topic uh, that he, I would say he fits more into, I don't know, but yeah, I, I, I think more outsiders get extremely talented. He's going to explode this year. <laughs> <power play. laughs> I, I think like the, they added again, Detroit added to their team this past year. I think that's only going to help him out. Um, we mentioned Cody Glass. That's one to keep your eye on. Um, Lucas Dostal in Anaheim, I think, is another great pick. The issue is with him, like he had a 900 this past year. The team stinks, and the team is not going to be very good next year. But I, I think he's a very talented up-and-coming goaltender. So... It'll be interesting to see how many starts he gets. I mean, they have Gibson there. So, like, you do have to keep him happy. And he, he is a, also a good goaltender, I would say, too. But, yeah, both those guys are just going to get shelled. Yeah. So. Yeah. Eh. I, I, but I, I think Dustal's a good pick. I think he's going to start some. He's not going to be in the AHL this next year. So. Yeah. That's I think one. that's a good one. Krebs. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Those yeah, are both good. Um, I think. I think uh Barrett do we mention Barrett Hayden? That is a very good pick simply because when you look back at this past year, if you do a simple look at his like splits, pull up his splits while I filibuster. He was a fifth overall pick, not the greatest skater. It was a little bit of a surprise by some people. Great hands out of Sault Ste. Marie there. Um he got called up his next season. He played pretty well, but he got called up to the NHL sent back for the world junior tournament. Looked awesome. Awesome. There slow start to his NHL year, his career, I would say. And a very, very slow start to this past year. Do you have the splits up from this past year? What do you do in yeah, the second so, half of the year? Uh, 40 points total. Mind you, what was it? 32 in the second half of the year. Yeah. So in the second half, so from January, onwards he had 30 i want to say 34 points in uh 46 ish games 47 games 34 points 47 games in the second from january onwards yep he finished the year with like 41 points yeah (laughs) (laughs) so so could could he go over 40 100 probably yeah yeah again that's another guy how many more layers to his game are there well from how much how well he played this past year i mean could you could you say maybe matthias michelli in in uh arizona maybe. there but like the issue is the next layer to his game is actually being able to shoot the puck which he just yeah. doesn't like to do so. well well maybe he uh, yeah, likes I, to shoot the puck. Sure. yeah like, again I, that's another great player i i think his ceiling is capped he shot eight eight eighteen percent last year he scored 11 goals i mean like he does yeah, he shot like crazy hot, and I don't think that's how based many total on, shots on net though. One hundred thirty-one. Like, I, yeah. I, don't, I don't think that's based. That's what I'm saying though. I don't think it's based on talent, right? I think it's like he just doesn't like to shoot the puck. Yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I don't know. 
I think I think a Machili is like the fake smoke. I, I'm trying to think of like a the right word for that. I think the right guy on that team, if you want to pick to break out, who has the legit tools, can probably earn more ice time, be trusted more, is is a guy like Baron Hayden over Machili. Okay. So. Yeah, I like that one. Yeah. Um that's a good pick, Baron Hayden. Um what about couple former Actually, the first and second overall pick from the 2020? Yeah, the 2020 draft, Lafreniere and Byfield. What do you think about those two? Lafreniere, like, no. I think he's, like, trending towards... I don't want to say bust because, like, we've seen people bust way worse for going first overall. Just because you're not scoring, like, 90 points in a season doesn't make you a bust. Like, not everyone is a McDavid and Matthews and a Bedard to start their career. Um, so I, I don't think Lafreniere is going to break out. I don't think, I think he might be capped on like his ability mm-hmm. to score. Um, who was the second one you mentioned? New York though. Maybe. Yeah. May, maybe a new coach so. can change some things up for him, but I, I don't think he, I don't think he was ever that like he wasn't, was he, he just correct me if I'm wrong, correct right. me if I'm wrong but when he was in junior much. in his uh, last year in junior, he was a lot older than a norm. Like, no, he was young. Well, no, he was his, so his draft year he was a late birthday, right? But the year oh, okay. before that, he still had ninety some odd points. Interesting. Um, maybe even a hundred. I can't remember exactly, but no, his junior his junior production, his junior tape, his junior everything was fantastic. It's just he's gotten to the pros, and I don't know, it hasn't really taken a step. Him and Capocacquist, and it's kind of the same sort of thing. The next, uh, the the other player I mentioned was Byfield. I mean. Uh, this is kind of a guy like great frame to him. I don't know if he's going to play center this year. They have a bazillion centers. Um, they started to give him better minutes down the stretch. I want to say in the regular season, and he, he started to put up more points. I'm not, I can't remember exactly how many, I think he finished 22 and 50, something like that. Um, but when you look at the overall progress, it's slowly, but surely getting there. So maybe two years for Byfield. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I for Byfield again, like same boat as Lafreniere, where he might not even like. Who knows if he he'll get there? Like for him though, the biggest problem is like the log jam at center for the Kings, right? Like uh, unless yeah, they want, I don't, I don't see him playing center then. Like that, that, yeah, like unless they wanted to play on the wing. But the, doesn't that kind of neuter his value? Like, isn't when he better be a, a player who's kind of yeah. works better through the middle of the ice? Maybe not. Anyways, I, I haven't watched. I haven't watched him enough to to make that specific determination. But yeah, I don't know. yeah, Could fair enough. Fair so enough. This coming year is the last year of his ELC. Am I not wrong? Probably, but he'll probably get like a sounds about like right. A, a one. I wonder what they'll do. Though. I th- I want to. I th- want to say they'll bridge him because that'd be risky. You give him like four five mil. Yeah. That's yeah. Risk yeah. Right there. Um, you have anyone else on your list? That's it for me. I think, uh, trying to think if anyone comes to mind. Obviously, I wish we could Shane put Matthew Nyes on this. Oh, for I, uh, year, maybe. I don't, I don't think so, though. Rasmus Sandin, 71 games played, 35 points. Why can't, why can't he get a bump? Who's to say that he doesn't? Maybe, I don't know maybe if he's going to be power play one, but that's a very yeah, but, good pick. I, but, I agree. But, 
does it really matter? He wasn't playing power play one with the Leafs. He wasn't playing at all with the Leafs. Give it, give him proper minutes, and I think he'll be able to do something. So okay. maybe not a, a super breakout, but I, I could see him. Uh, let's say I could see him sniff like a forty points. Let's call let's call it forty points. Not that much of a boost, but I mean, if he's yeah, not play, if he's playing that at five on five overall points, that's a good boost. I would say. Yeah. So so yeah. So in uh in a if he's not playing power play, like that's five on five. I think that's a, a pretty high, a high enough bar where it's attainable, but I think it's pretty mm-hmm. still, still considered impressive. You know, one I hope based on, on nothing but hope is uh, obviously Nick Robertson. I mean, that's a good one. I mean, injury issues. I mean, yeah. Like, can you say for the third year in a row? Oh, if he stays healthy, it's like, if he gives you 60 games, right? But even yeah. then, he could be boxed out of the lineup right now. He he could be. I mean, it's it's a tough spot for him. And it's again, well, who knows? Like it's it's gonna be interesting to see the full like if a, the philosophy changes. Now we're getting into leaf stuff, but it's gonna be oh am I excited? It's gonna be interesting to see if the philosophy changes with how we choose to I don't want to say develop, but utilize our younger players um to see kind of what we have in them because we know the history of this team has not really been to lean into their younger players and play them. It's been more so to sign these guys like mm-hmm. Nicholas Abe Kubel and give them 20 games or something like that. And then throw them on waivers. Yeah. But uh, yeah. So it's going to be interesting to see the philosophy behind the Robertson here, so. specifically. Yeah. That, yeah. that one's yeah. really, really curious behind that one. I believe he's still waiver. Elig- I mean, um, waiver exempt. So that's always yeah. good, but you have That's to throw the, a leaf pick in here. You have to yeah. throw a leaf pick in here. Come on, I mean, hey. and like I, you can't throw Connor Timmons in. I mean, he's the seventh <laughs> key right now. He is the Could seventh. Key. Well, hey, he might not he's even be on the team team. come come uh, the start of the year. But at the same time, oh, like if we're gonna talk about like guys who broke out, like frick, fourteen points, twenty five games. Those are ev- Evangelista numbers, and he's a defenseman. So I mean, hey, if he can, if he can take that and work on it next year and, and, yeah like, that, I, that's a 40 point pace that's crazy so <laughs> if he i'd be shocked if he hits 30 honestly but uh we'll see it, obviously i'd be shocked if he hits like 50 games this yeah. rate but yeah that's a that's a good one i'm trying to think anyone else that we might have missed we a hundred percent are missing someone that's like Someone that went high in a draft didn't quite live up to expectation. Like Shane Wright doesn't count; he's still a rookie. Uh, Slavkowski, no, <laughs> just no. Yeah, um, Caulfield maybe, but like I feel like he's already kind Caulfield's of. Caulfield's a out. good one, yeah. That's a point total one though. Yeah. So he was almost like, is he going to hit ninety this next year? That that'd be tough. Um, that's yeah, the thing, crazy. especially coming off shoulder surgery, a major so shoulder surgery. Mm-hmm. So that that could be one there. Um, yeah, I was thinking in the beginning, I was thinking like Joel Hofer or Arthur Silovs, who are both goalies. Uh, Hofer's with the the St. Louis Blues, but I think he's considered a rookie, and so is Silovs in uh, Vancouver there. But two goalies to keep your eye on, I would say. Um, you might remember Hofer from. The World Juniors, he played for Canada, and Silovs just won. I think he was he was MVP of the World Championships, so he yeah, had a very good showing there. Yeah, uh, not people you would know, right? 
not a goalie guy. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm gonna, we're going to close it out here. I, uh, we're Sounds filibustering I, too much. Yeah, I think that's yeah. all we got, though. Right? That's all I got for me. Yeah, I think that's it. All right. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Goalies go.